this is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com and this is episode 127 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things and today we are talking about the arty things <laughs> no we're talking about the art today little Dennis the co-host is with us and well he he was going to be we we're going to be looking at something else today we were going to be looking at an article from the art book Sketch Every Day with Simone Grinniwald, Grinniwald, and we were going to be talking about eyes. We were going to talk about eyes, but what happened was this week, a little something, little shenanigans. He, I don't know what you would call it really. Some sort of controversy, maybe controversy, of plagiarism between Jake Parker and Alfonso Dunn, two little artists who specialise in ink and so what I'm going to do I've got loads of notes about this because I think this is there's loads of stuff to talk about here and it's not just about art it's about sort of well it gets into sort of what they called little minority groups and stuff stuff like that so there's quite I'm quite excited for this one little Dennis he's going to start it for us straight into it I like that. Straight into it, no messing about. Straight into it, look. <laughs> he gets straight into it with Kitty as well. Little Kitty. Little Kitty and Dennis in their little house listening to this one. You can find show notes and everything at sophiedawson.com and you can find it as a video on youtube.com slash sophiedawson. So what happened was this week... Jake Parker was going to release a book all about inking and then another artist called Alfonso Dunn who's already made an inking book he looked looked at Jake Parker's book and he accused him of basically stealing his book like plagiarising it the thing was he did it publicly on the internet, he posted a video on YouTube and I'll put all the links in the description in the show notes and stuff but in the video he he basically came out and accused Jake Parker, which, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. It's a very complex thing, but I've put it at the top here. <laughs> Don't get your knickers in a twist. Because I think the main thing I would say is, I think Alf- Alfonso Dunn, he posted about, he posted about the, he posted about the book too close to the situation. It's a bit like there's this thing where I think it was like a 24-hour rule or something. If somebody says, if somebody say sends you a text message and it's got a bit of a nasty vibe to it, emotionally you want to react to it straight away. But if you do that, it's always going to make it worse. Yeah. So there's this rule. It's like a the rule is you you wait a bit, about 24 hours, and then see how you feel. Because what will happen is you'll feel differently because it's too close to it. So I do feel like maybe Alfonso Dunn, he posted too close to it. So, and I've, I've put here, he shouldn't have got his knickers in a twist. <laughs> I love that. I like that little phrase, knickers in a twist. Because, well, I'm going to talk about it in a minute, but there's, I'm going to look at the book as well by Austin Cleon called Steal Like an Artist. Because it's basically, there's a quote in here right at the start, which I think sums it up beautifully. It says, it's right there in the Bible, he says. He says, he's quoting the Bible, and it says, there is nothing new under the sun. 
which I think is amazing. And it also goes into this week's inspirational quote. So what I'm thinking is, well, to me, you can't really, you can't really steal anything. Yeah, because there's not really, there's nothing new. So whatever you're doing, somebody could accuse you of doing something. I talk about it in here somewhere. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go right through my notes quickly and then get into it. So there's two bits in the video which I think are a little bit suspect. One of them is there's a certain image with a, there's like a little block, a cube, surrounded by loads of light sources in like sort of a third dimension, a three-point three perspective thingy. And then in Jake Parker's book, the image was kind of the same and it is a very unique looking image. So I would maybe say that that was the only bit that I thought mm, a little bit suspect, I suppose. And also the recommended tools. There was a bit where, yeah, like the tools were the same. But again, I feel like the tools are always going to be the same, really, because if you're doing inking, there's only a certain amount of tools you can use. So for me personally, well, I've put it here, you need all the facts before you publicly accuse someone. And the book hasn't even been released yet. The book's only, it was only posted onto Jake's Instagram. He posted a little 30 minute video, no, 30 second video, and about five little images of pages. So the thing is, yeah, the thing is, Alfonso Dunn didn't even have the actual book to compare properly because the thing is you don't know but maybe that page where those images are quite similar there might be some so, somewhere Jake Parker might have said in in Alfonso Dunn's book he's produced this beautiful representation of these cubes you can't do it better than that so here's my interpretation of it so he might have actually have referenced Alfonso Dunn in the book but Alfonso Dunn doesn't he can't possibly see that because he hasn't got the book so this is what i don't think you should be accusing somebody of something until you've actually got all the facts because well there's i'm going to talk about it in a minute but there is going to be there's like consequences now for jake parker based off this in negative ways so if this did go to court or something and say jake parker won well how do you put a price on the damages of a, reputa- a rep- reputation and also things like Inktober and also Jake was going to be at a, an expo and he got dropped from it for the moment because it's a bit it's a bit of a controversy <laughs> controversy but how can you put a price on stuff like that so yeah it's a bit it's a bit sort of need all the fact before you publicly accuse somebody I said yeah, Dunn didn't apply the 24-hour rule. He was too close and too emotional. And I've put it here, reality. What we believe, you will see what you believe. So you, you actually end up looking for what you want to find. So again, because if you watch that video, and again, I'll put a link in the description, Alfonso Dunn starts looking at the, the two images that are similar, but they're only similar because they're covering basic topics, like how to draw lines and stuff. Yeah, so, but what he starts doing is, he's because he believes Jake Parker's copied his book, he, he's actually looking for the things to prove to prove that, but he's going to find it. 
because it's, it's this thing I've talked about before. Reality is what you're making reality. And even though it sounds impossible because you think, well, reality has to be separate because we're inside of it. But the thing is, we're actually, we are actually creating it with our, with our thoughts. So if Alfonso Dunn had gone through Jake Parker's book and hadn't thought that he hadn't thought that he was plagiarizing, he would have looked at those and he would have brushed them aside. But all these little things, he's, he's putting them together. Yeah, so it's, it's almost like he's, he's, he's got the belief. He's got the belief, and that belief is, is making him see things. And I've put it here, I had, I've had two of my drawings stolen before, I've put, but I liked it. I've had a little cat drawing stolen. Somebody copied it and pretended it was theirs. And also Miotta drawing. Was it Miotta? I think so. But I just thought, ah, oh, because the thing is, if somebody did steal that, and let's say they were pretending it was their own, the thing is, you're always going to be ahead of them because you're the one creating the original art. So they could steal all they like, but they they can only steal from you. They can't they can't create something before you because you're the one creating it. So in a weird way, I almost see it as like a positive thing. Yeah, stuff like that. It goes into this book as well. Steal like an artist. But so I've also put it here. Yeah. Ah, oh, this I like this bit because I was thinking to myself because there's been a lot of negativity thrown towards Jake Parker because a lot of people have sort of well, what it is is Alfonso Dunn has got so many subscribers on YouTube, probably about half a million or something. I think it was. So they obviously like. Alfonso Dunn so they're going to support they're going to support him so they're going to be more biased towards his opinions so it's almost like now what's happened is people are ganging up on and picking sides instead of just looking at it as two separate books which are teaching the same topic so so I almost feel like well why can't everyone just why can't everyone just be happy that these two books exist instead of trying to fight trying to fight about it but then I do I realize that if you've created something you've you've got to protect it but for me personally looking at the evidence in the video of Alfonso Dunn there's only one image there's only one image that I would question and it was that one with the the cube with the things around it all the other images are just basic images and I've studied from a lot of different art books and I've seen them I've seen these images in all of the art books like tonal graphs, those things where you put the tone down, little blocks, the the strokes, and also, well, I think I said it here somewhere, I've studied from Jake Parker's course at SVS Learn, How to Ink, and he re-released it as a How to Ink 2.0, and the way that book was set up is just like Jake Parker teaches in the course, which is everything is broken down into chunks, which I've always loved that about Jake's teaching style is it's all chunked up so it's not overwhelming and it all it all beautifully builds on top of each other and the book from what I saw in the little video it looks just like that it starts out with the basics of like line strokes different types of lines different types of like pen pressure and stuff then the different cubes showing the different textures 
So it, 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 the, the book did seem to flow just like the course. Because so what I saw in the comments on that video of Alfonso Dunn was a lot of people were saying it doesn't even look like Jake's style or something. But it actually does. It actually does, in, in my opinion, if you go into these courses. So what have I put here? Ah, oh, I love this bit. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I was thinking, like I said, I was thinking, Jake's reputation is getting a bit compromised, I suppose. And I feel like Jake has actually used this beautifully to his advantage. It, it sounds a bit stupid, maybe, to do what I'm about to say. If you think this through, it could be so funny. So at the moment, everyone is saying Jake Parker's stealing. He's a, he's a thief and plagiarism and stuff. What Jake Parker should do is, in about, well, when the dust has settled a bit, again, it's too close at the minute, but at some point in maybe a few weeks or a month or something, Jake should release a book or a video. He should release something which says how to plagiarise an art book. And I know that sounds bonkers, cause, but in the video, if he, he could be making fun of the situation. So he could say, like, how to plagiarise an art book. Yeah. And I said he should lean into it because it'd be fun. And it'll also turn all of the haters into friends. Because how could anyone how could anyone hate on somebody who's actually acknowledging the the negative situation and making fun of it? I feel like that that's a beautiful thing. So in the video he could say stuff like, Here's my top five tips on how to plagiarise an art book and he said he could say like huh, I've I've actually thought this through really and I've thought like yeah, what you could say is you could say the first, our goal here is to release the best art book as quickly as we can with minimal with minimal effort. <laughs> so he says so the best thing to do is go to the book that's number one on the charts on Amazon and buy that book. And yeah, you see, I'm saying like you should say like you want to aim for the, the best book because then that's your book's going to be the most <laughs> chance. It sounds weird, I know, but it, it would be in my head. It looks really funny. Just make fun of it. Yeah, I think I think he should do that. But it, you'd have to be quite... You'd have to go all in on it. Because if you tried to do that, but you wasn't committed to it, it could actually come across as... It could you could it could fall on its... Like egg on your face or something. But if you go into it 100%, fully committed, and just make... And, and you, at the end, maybe say... Or even at the start, you say, look, this is, a, this is fun. I'm having fun here. Because he's got two options, really. Either make fun of it, try to ignore it and th think it'll go away. But I feel like that would actually be worse. Because then it's a bit like, well, why aren't you why aren't you saying something about it? Yeah, and if you can make fun of your... if you can, When you can make fun of your own negative things and stuff, I think that's quite a nice thing. I think, I think you would get a lot of respect for that. Again, if he does it the right way, and I think he can, I think he's. Just, I think he could pull it off. You know, it would be so funny, and it could actually. You think about it. Everyone would say, "Oh, have you seen this video from Jake Parker, the, the person that everyone was calling a thief?" People would watch it, think it was funny, and then they would start buying all of his stuff. So it could actually. He could turn it into a massive posi positive. I think. I put a, yeah. I put if it goes to court, you've got to think about stuff like. His books have also been put on hold, and there's also something with Inktober. There's a there's a thing in October where you have to draw every day in October, 
do an ink drawing, which Jake Parker is the owner of that. He like runs it. Well, that was going to have prizes with, with DeviantArt, but they've actually dropped the prizes as well. So again, you're lo there's lots of things you're losing out on here. All because somebody's make, made an accusation without enough evidence, I think. And I've put here... What have I put here? Can't... Something... Yeah, I've put... You can't plagiarise the basics. How... Well, if if you can plagiarise... If if plagiarising... If copying the basics is, is, a, is stealing, then it means nobody's ever going to be able to release anything ever again. <laughs> Because like everything that comes out from now is always it's already been it's already existed. Yeah. So if you look at a lot of art books, they're actually all the same really. It's just all it is is the artist himself is rearranging the information in a way that they think like I said, they think it flows flows the best for the person to learn. Yeah, so that book, Steal Like an Artist, by Austin Cleon, it talks about this a lot. In the beginning, obscurity is good. <laughs> what you love, what loves you back, and then you want to meet in the middle. This, I love that book. It's cool. What have I put here? Yeah, oh, so this, this next bit, this is this bit got me a little bit upset, really. So I said last week's, on last week's episode, I was talking about Black Lives Matter has been like a smokescreen thing. Well, what happened was, because Alfonso Dunn is a black man, Jake Parker is a white man, what happened was, in this video, people started saying, oh, Jake Parker's stealing a book from a black man. And I thought, well, why are you even saying that? So what I started thinking was, people, people who are trying to... People who are trying to... What's the word? Well, here's an example. Because I'm transgender, I, I'm also in a minority group, I suppose. So I was going to this transgender support group. I went to a few of them. And what I noticed was there was a lot of people there who were, they were like these transgender activists trying to fight for transgender rights and stuff. But what I noticed was they thought they were doing positive things, but they were actually they were actually creating they were actually creating the very thing that they were trying not to that they didn't like themselves. And I I've, so so like let's say somebody's saying something horrible about a transgender person, the person who's trying to stand up for transgender rights or something, what they do is they actually say something horrible back. So then what ends up happening is it's. It's, it's, it ends up being like this horrible thing. So it, what it felt like to me was people who start saying, oh, it's a black man. Like, why are you even saying it's a black man? It's got That's got nothing to do with it. It's almost like saying you stole from a man who's got hair. <laughs> it's irrelevant. But what it does is it's, it starts, it creates a divide. Yeah, it's, so like I said, what ends up happening is by saying something like that, you're, you're sort of thinking, oh, I'm standing up for the black man. But what you're doing is you're actually separating. You're actually further separating, like, the black man from the white man. Yeah. 
so for me it felt like a, that was like a bit of a negative thing there what was the other thing oh yeah uh, this transgender support group as well there was um who was it well somebody said what we used to do was we all sat around this what we what we did was we had like a at the start of the session everyone would sit around on these little chairs in a group all looking at each other and you had to go around the group and everyone said oh hello i'm i'm whoever and i'm i'm female so if you were born male but you were you were you felt that you were female you would say i'm i'm sophie lawson and i'm i'm female because then what would happen is everyone would know okay even if they look like a male they they feel like a female so i i have to react i have to respond to them as a female what happened was we went around one of the people says oh can we not say male and female because i don't like that or something like that so what happened was everyone then had to that whole thing had to change and it had to be we had to say he or she so you had to say i'm sophie lawson and i'm she like that but i thought to myself well hang on a minute why should we all have to change that when in actual fact the person who says i don't like the female or or male they're the one with the they're the one with the issue so what should have happened there is that person should have said hang on a minute why am i feeling uncomfortable with the word male or female it's because they haven't resolved something inside of themselves so instead of resolving it they actually changed it for everyone else which i so yeah because what i thought was as well that's not actually helping anyone because what's happened now is the person who hasn't resolved the issue inside of themselves some point in the future they'll be they'll be somewhere else and somebody will say female and it, they'll, they'll get offend, offended again whereas if they had actually worked on it in the group and said ah oh, it makes me feel uncomfortable female resolved it inside of themselves somebody could say female and it would just go right through them so they're obviously attached to something there. I feel like there's a similar thing going on here with this with this black stuff. Yeah, it's almost like people getting offended by something. There's there's definitely things like this one here. There is nothing in what in this situation between these two artists. None of it is to do with race, racism or whatever. But somebody has has made it that because they've, they've taken offence to something. Yeah, so... In, can, I, what I'm trying to say... Like they, they're projecting outwards, which is going to create more negative. So I, just, I feel like we've got to... Well, have we got to do anything? I was going to say we've got to be more mindful of what we're doing, but maybe we haven't. Maybe, maybe this is just part of it. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> It's weird though, I just, that that sort of confused me a little bit, because then what I started seeing was on Twitter and stuff, people started using the black thing again, making it something it wasn't, which is just, all that's doing is the people who, yeah, what I think, what I, what I think could end up happening is, people who are fighting for black rights or whatnot, and again, because I'm transgender, I could even say people fighting for transgender rights what they could end up doing is they could end up actually creating they could actually end up discriminating against non-transgender people 
which that's not good because then all you've done then is you've still got the two separate groups it, what you've got to do is you've just got to you've got to accept things really yeah just accept stuff accept people's sort of weaknesses or not even weaknesses just just accept people for what they are they will accept you for what you are and then if if you do that because there's obviously some stuff that is nasty like well like my dad he used to send me nasty text messages about because I'm transgender that was like one of the times when I sometimes I would write I'd write a reply in the heat of the moment I'd write a reply and then I'd realize this is a bit this is negative all that's going to do is it's going to send negative back to my dad which means then he's got more reason now to send negative back so that's when I've started realizing you got you've got to you've got to you can't control what what your dad does you can control what you do and by controlling what you do you end up actually controlling what your dad does so it's the same thing here you got you've got to be you've got to control yourself to not discriminate against others and if you if you, if you do that then more people will do it and in the end everyone everyone will be together really instead of all separated it's a bit weird but that's that's basically it really i just wanted to talk about it because i think there's there's a really important thing going on here which is yeah like what is I suppose the topic is, and I'm, I, I don't know, I haven't decided what I think about this. There's one image that I think is a bit suspect, but everything else, I just feel like it's not, it's not plagiarism. It's just, it's just reinterpreting the basics. That's what I think. Anyway, <laughs> little Dennis, he's going to end this one, I think. I hope you enjoyed that. Doing. And next week's episode, I can't wait for this one. Next week, we're going to be looking at eyes. The article in Sketch Every Day, talking about eyes. I've got lots to talk about on that. It's going to be really fun, because I struggle drawing eyes. I find them really hard for some reason. And because of that, I don't draw them enough. So that's why I find them hard, because I'm not drawing them enough. But I'm not drawing them enough, because I find them hard. <laughs> so I'm stuck in a bit of a loop with that one. I've just got I've got to start drawing eyes even when they're not very good. It's quite hard though because it's never fun drawing things which don't look good. So it's a bit weird. But what we've got here, this week's inspirational quote is absolutely beautiful. It's all about plagiarism. And it's ah, oh, I love this. Yeah. So this week's inspirational quote is If you steal from one author, it's plagiarism. If you steal from many, it's research. <laughs> How cool is that? That's from Wilson Misner. M-I-Z-N-E-R. Wilson Misner. But that kind of goes into this. This is why it's such an interesting... For me, this is a really interesting situation to observe and see what happens. Because it's such a fine line. There is such a fine line between sort of yeah research and being inspired by but also but but stealing and plagiarism steal like an artist exactly you've got to steal like an artist everybody is stealing from each other so like i said it you could be in a situation here where 
all of a sudden everyone starts accusing everyone else of plagiarising their books or something. But I think my main thing I would take away from it is, if you ever have an issue with something, I would say go to the person directly. I would would never say to do it publicly, because that's not fair on anyone. It's not fair on the person you're accusing, and it's not fair on you either, because what it means is, it means people will not... Well, me personally, if somebody accused somebody publicly, I I don't know if I would trust them, because I'd be like, well... How how do you know they might not do that to you or something? So it's a bit weird that. So I, I feel like I feel like you've got to be sort of respectful of other people, and if you feel really badly that somebody's done something horrible, talk to the person first, and then if after talking to them, you still feel that way, and maybe you talk to them and they're ignoring you or they're being horrible or something, well then you've got a reason. Yeah, that's what I think. But this week's little inspirational quote, if you steal from one author, it's plagiarism. If you steal from many, it's research. Wilson Misner. <laughs> little Dennis, it's cool. Oh, little Dennis. That's the end of that. <laughs> Next.